Welcome to Relationships with Rob. I am your host, an award-winning author, serial entrepreneur, and your virtual relationship coach. Each week, we are bringing you people who inspire me to live my best life, and we are going to take the plunge and look for clues so that we can have successful relationships too. I truly believe relationships mean the most to us, and we all have different reasons why. So let's get to the bottom of it. And if you're going through something right now, this show will help give you the tools necessary to Break through your own paradigms, leave with your best foot forward, and to never, ever give up hope. Let's get it. What is up, you beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of Relationships with Rob. Today, I have Kim O'Neill on the show. She is a fellow podcast host, a personal empowerment and confidence coach, as well as a Reiki master practitioner and law of attraction specialist. I had so much fun recording this interview as she has such a big and giving heart and she gives so much value every time she speaks. We talk about a few relationship dynamics such as the one with the self, including self-care and self-preservation. And we get a little vulnerable too as she shares a tense family moment that has shifted her perspective to new heights. We also talk about her new upcoming book, which I'm excited for it's called You Are Loved and we get into the nitty gritty of what makes relationships so important to her. Make sure to share this episode out with your friends if it resonated with you. Let Kim know over on social media what you thought of the episode. I put all the links in the show notes so that you can get to it in one click. All right. So let's dive in and find out how this former crime analyst got to where she's at and let's go. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode with Relationships with Rob. I'm so excited to have this guest on here today. Her name is Kim O'Neill. I can't wait to just deep dive into her mind today and, and find out what she's all about because I know she's up to some great stuff. So, Kim, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Rob. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, no, honestly, uh, we got we got put together in uh, a podcaster mind, I guess it is. We're, we're fellow podcast hosts, and that's another thing I want to talk to you about as well. But we'll get into that. But yeah, that's how we met through uh, um, an online mastermind group. And, you know, one little side note here, if anyone is looking to level up in whatever it is that you're doing, you need to surround yourself with people that, that are amazing and at what they do and they're dedicated. And, you know, Kim is one of those people too. So I'm glad to finally get on this show with her. Thank you. And yeah, no, for sure. And um, let's start with, you know, how did this all come about i know we'll get into what you did before but like how did this whole you know this coaching speaking this whole author thing uh you know come about oh goodness it's so interesting years ago all i saw was i want to be a therapist or a counselor something of that sort and then when it evolved into okay no coaching that's the route for me i really thought that was it like that's 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 you know that's for me that was the epitome (laughs) what I want to do. And then all these other things started coming as other avenues where I can reach more people, right? And share my messages and connect and support and empower and all of that. So that's all those things started to flow in. And I just keep saying yes. (laughs) And I love it. So, um, you know, and part of that journey has been other things that I never expected. Certainly, I know we're going to talk about relationships today. Um, You know, we're, we're not one dimensional people while we're working on one thing over here. We have something else going on over here. And I really think a lot of it is learning how to 
be in the flow with it all and stay as aligned to who we are as individuals as much as possible through all of that. And um, so that's how I describe how all this stuff came about. And I'm just, I'm enjoying it. I love it because we all have these weird ways of finding our, you know, path, I guess, so to say, like what our passion is. And I love hearing people's former jobs too, as well. And so I know, understand that you're a former crime analyst. So you you wanted to help people, I guess, in that kind of a sense. And it was, it was funny that this title came up. So how did that come about for you there? So at the time when I was just starting out coaching, I started out as an interview confidence coach, helping people prepare for pre-employment interviews. I was also working for local law enforcement and or local public safety because I shifted back and forth between police department and fire department. And at that time, I was actively learning and practicing how to apply the law of attraction in the direction of my desires. So I don't know um, how familiar you are with that, but that was something that I was, there was a whole lot to that. It's such a simple concept and yet there's so much that's involved. And so I was really learning, okay, you know, how to align with me and allow energy to flow and what are my emotions telling me and all of these things. And I said, you know, before I, before I step away from my current day job, I really want to manifest because I knew that I was still, I was still building something. I was still working on, you know, the coaching and learning my own stuff, processing my own, you know, all our, all my own experiences and while I was still in that space, I said, okay, I'm, st- I'm still going to have a day job for a while. And I want to be able to manifest something that I find really exciting, something that's, something that's different, something that uses my analytical skills. And so I just got really mindful about that. Now, I didn't know it was going to look like being a crime analyst, but that was an excellent fit for me and, and my talents. And so, so one day all the pieces fell into place and I, the, you know, the position opened up and I was approached and blah, blah, blah. And I said, yes. And so it was, it was nice to have that experience. And then it reached its time where it was, it was time to move on. So this is a relationship show. And like you had mentioned, it's, um, let's dive into kind of like what I want to, you know, interview you for exactly. And, you know, it's great that we all have you know the things that mean the most to us are the people around us and it could be i would love to rob there was a little bit of static so um just to rephrase are you looking for me to ask or to speak about relationships with my family anything anything that you want to uh you know share something that enlightening that you've probably learned or it could be a failure too that you've learned a lesson too as well too something that you're comfortable sharing oh that is such a good question so I will say the, the thing that stands out most for me right now, and I, I found this is a very common experience for a lot of entrepreneurs, but even just people who are choosing to say a bigger yes to their dreams, to the life that they want to live, is thinking or assuming that your loved ones are all going to be on board with you as you make that, that transition. As you say that bigger yes to something that feels amazing to you, maybe it feels freeing, maybe it's exciting, and for whatever reason, other people just may not be on board. They may not get it. And, and I know that that was a real struggle for me when I first started realizing what was happening. And so I think in the end, it comes down to, you know, it's, it's 
no one has to support us. No one has to actually have the same dream for us as we have for ourselves. And I think the more that we get clear on that and really say, okay, it's okay that they choose to have their reaction, but I'm going to stay committed to who I am and what I want for my life. The more we can stay connected to that, it's actually going to open the door and create more ease for other people when they are ready to say, Hey, you know, you know, I see what you're doing. That's awesome. I do want to support you, you know, or, or, Hey, I recognize what you're doing and, and that's interesting or that's great. Or, you know, they can start to get on board when they're ready and releasing that attachment to them being on board at the exact same time that you're super excited about it. I think the quicker we can release that attachment, the easier ride it's going to be for, for the individual on that, that journey forward. Because whenever we say a big yes to something that excites us, we may not know all those other things that are going to fall into place to help us create that dream, help us to, to really ex- have that experience. And there are going to be moments where we, we feel like we're doing it alone. And I think that's the one thing none of us want. And yet, the one thing that as soon as we embrace and say, this is okay, that's when other people actually start to show up. So mm. I think family plays a big part in that. And, um, you know, finding a way to love yourself and them through that actually can, can create a more enjoyable experience for yourself. Absolutely. So that's such a great lesson to, um, you know, tell the audience here. And who, did you, who would you say in your family did you learn that from or did you have to learn the hard way? Oh, the hard way. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, the hard way. And um, gosh, Rob, it's, it's one of those things that for a very long time was an unspoken thing. It was like, I, you know, for a long time, I didn't realize it was happening. And then I realized it was happening and no one was saying anything. And then it was obvious that they knew and I knew and no one was saying anything. And then one day, um, then one day, my, my godfather, I also referred to him as my uncle, he actually decided to say something. And this was Easter. We were all around the dining table, and he decided to speak up and say something. And it you know, just came so unexpectedly that that's when stuff started to erupt. And uh, so we you know, had a little bit of a, of a tense, not even conversation, but just a few you know, sentences said back to each other, lots of silence. And then off on our own, tears and words were shed. And it was one of those moments where he got to see that, you know, this is who I am. And I got to see, okay, he's not on the same page, but he still loves me. And that's okay. I can be good with that. I, for me to do what I love, I don't need someone else to, I don't need someone else to want the exact same thing. But to know that there's still that, that connection and that relationship and that we can still love each other through it, that was, that was a healing moment in itself. And, but it was one of those things you can't predict. You can't, you know, I, I can't say, well, this is, you know, okay, five months from now, that's when this is going to happen. I had to be okay with it never happening. And then something like that happened. And that's when more things started to flow and it became, it's, you know, it's still in process, but it's become easier and that was certainly a pivotal moment for us both, I think. So what would be the, the most impactful, if you could wrap that all up in, into one little thing, what would be the most impactful lesson that you can tell somebody here from, from that relationship alone or that experience that you had? It's to remember that everyone's going through their own 
you know, they're experiencing their own life. And do we really need other people to change in order for us to be happy with our journey and our decisions? I think if we say yes to that, then it's going to be a really long, slow road and more challenges than we necessarily need to take on will, will come about. Mm, yeah, I love that. No, it's, it's funny. Um, no, that's great. I love to share that with us, too. I think families can't choose our family, and so it's always like we have to deal with what's handed to us. And um, Yeah, absolutely. So that's great. Um, do you know... Okay, so like in your navigation of relationships, um, have you ever thought if there was this rule book, you know, and I can write a rule in there or maybe an unwritten rule um, of relationships, is there something that you, uh, is something that sticks out that you would like to share with us? I think it's the whole concept that your most important relationship ever is the one you have with yourself first. And that then contributes to the strength of all your other relationships. So I think when a person takes time to really get clear on who they are, honor themselves, create a strong, stable inner foundation, then you can build on top of that. You know, okay, yeah, now I want to, I want to add more love into my life. You know, I want to, I want to, I want to start dating again. I want to, uh, you know, maybe you want to, you know, move on, right? Get, get married, have kids, all that other stuff that comes, comes down the road. You want to build that on something that's strong and stable. And so by, you know, releasing old hurts, you know, acknowledging what's happened to you in the past and and no longer allowing that to be something that's under the surface that then bubbles up through other relationships. Is this making sense what I'm saying? Because this goes, is it, okay. So essentially where I'm coming from is I became very aware after, several eruptions in my life that I had been for many years denying that certain relationships, you know, that I was hurt, denying that they impacted me. And I thought that, no, you know, I'm strong, you know, okay, sure. That was sad, but you know, we're moving on. You know, I'm just gonna, you know, forget that, move on, look forward. Yes. I agree with that approach. However, to the degree that you've actually also said, I'm going to honor this. And yes, that actually hurt. So I need, to, I need to accept the impact this has had on me. I'm not weaker for accepting it. You actually become stronger by accepting it, allowing yourself to process those emotions and release them, and then move forward. And because, you know, just like I was saying a moment ago, when we don't do that, we're building on, an, on a very rocky foundation. And in the end, all we really have is ourselves, and that connection to ourselves is just, it's so important. So to me, that's, that's what it all comes down to. You know, anytime we go through a breakup, don't immediately jump into another relationship. You know, take time for you first to, you know, to nurture yourself, to heal, so that your next relationship can be even stronger and better, you know, for what you've learned from the past relationship, but also because what you've given yourself Everything you're saying there, uh, I agree with. Um, it, to- it makes total sense. I was always in this mindset of, you know, sacrificing myself for other people. Yeah. And that was doing so much detriment on me. There's this thing called Mr. Nice Guy. And really, they're not actually being nice. They're actually being resentful and hurtful to others when they finally explode, right? And so... Um, 
Yeah, no, everything that you're saying there is so important. Why? Because self-care comes first, yeah. not last. And so what are like, you know, two, three tips that, you know, Kim does to take care of herself? So meditation. I feel like that is said everywhere I look, but it's so true. Meditation. If you haven't ever, ever done meditation before, start my recommendation. Start with guided meditation because it can be so easy to allow the mind to wander and then think, oh, I'm not doing it right or it's not working for me. Start with guided meditation. That just makes it so much easier. And then you can move into you know, other um, sound vibrations or frequencies, you know, just audio um, music type uh, meditations. So to me, that's first and foremost. The other thing is detaching from other um, obligations and people at times. So it's not constantly, you know, I have to give to everyone and everything around me. When I need time for me, then that is just as important as obligations for other people. And for me, that journey has been about learning what does that feel like within me. When I feel like I'm not being appreciated, when I'm when I'm overgiving and and getting moving into that resentful space, then that for me is an indication like, oh, okay, I haven't given enough to myself. You know, it's not a bad thing to give to other people, but I got to also give to myself. So, you know, saying no. I, I'm a big fan of saying yes, but notice that when you're also saying no, you, what are you saying yes to? So when you say no to other things that are maybe just you're, where you're overextending yourself, that's actually a huge yes to yourself. And that is actually going to benefit everyone else anyway. So that's, that's a big key, being aware of those boundaries and um, saying that yes to myself. And I would say, you know, something that I'm continually working on is sleep. So just, you know, things for your physical body, getting adequate sleep, making sure that your, your body has the tools to be nourished and function properly. I mean, that's, that's an ongoing journey for me, but one that's like, okay, that makes a huge difference. We're, we've, we've got these physical bodies that we have our, our spiritual experience, right, as a human being, and it's important to, to listen to what the body is telling us. I love that you mentioned that too, because I, it, it, our, what the mind believes the body achieves, and if you're not, under, like you're not sure what's going on inside, um, listen. Yeah into what's going on the outside for sure and if there's things breaking down if you're breaking down there's something going on and so we need to do that self-analysis and that gut check where it's like look we have probably been avoiding the self-care thing for quite some time now it's it's kind of we need to kick that back in gear so yeah. i love that I um, yeah for sure and you know you mentioned law of attraction earlier and i just want to touch upon that as well too and are you in a relationship right now? An I'm not. One? I'm single right now. And so, okay, I'm single as well. And I'm, I'm just, when you mentioned the law of attraction, it's, it's, and, and we're talking about self-care here, it's, it's amazing how when you do the work inside, you attract people that are doing the kind of same thing. They're more aligned with what you're up to. And as opposed to if you were in these old habits and routines, and that's probably why there was unsuccessful relationships in the past, um, that's probably who you attracted to, right? Uh, who, who, you, who you attracted into your life. And so um, if you could touch upon a past intimate relationship that you've had, if there's one lesson that you've learned from that, what is that one lesson that you can share with us in the audience? I have many. 
I would say the the one that comes to mind, and, and this is really, yeah, I see this theme in different relationships, is it goes right back to the whole honoring yourself. You know, it's okay to want what you want. It's okay to speak up about that too. So I, I want to share two different things that are coming up for me. There was one relationship that when it ended, um, it was more of a long-term friendship where we tried to make it be more than just friends a few times, and it just kept not working out. And I thought for a long time something was wrong with me because there were so many awesome things about our connection that made sense. Like, yeah, we're going to get married someday. Yeah, that just makes total sense. And yet, I didn't have a strong enough attraction to this person, and I, I really wanted that. That was important to me. And I kept denying that that was important to me. I kept trying to know Kim, you know, that's, you know, that's, that's frivolous. That's not as important, you know, let that go. All these other great things are there, you know, just, just keep trying, try again. And I finally had to allow myself to say, yeah, it's, it's okay to actually want to be attracted to the person that I'm with. That is okay. And if that's important to me, then I need to honor that and stop denying that. So I think that is first and foremost, what is it that you do truly desire and allow yourself to say yes to that. Stop trying to force something to be a relationship, to be something that it's, that it's not, that it doesn't want to be because you know inside there's something off. The other thing I would say, and this is kind of the same concept but said differently, is there was another relationship I was in. Uh, I w- I'm divorced so I, when I was married. And I didn't know this, this was happening at the time, but later I could see that there would be times when my husband would say something he would want. And at that time, I was so connected to what I wanted. I, so there were two things going on here. I wasn't acknowledging what he really desired, but he also wasn't really speaking up and saying, this is what I need. So the flip side of the story that I just shared is you need to speak up. You know, it's, it's okay to speak up because here's the thing. Yes, there was part, for, there was work for me to do in terms of let me actually, you know, acknowledge what he's saying he wants, but he didn't really put a stake in the ground and say, this is what I need. So does it make sense for us to be resentful of the person who doesn't really know that that's truly what you want if you're not actually, you know, communicating that? And, and no, it doesn't. That's the responsibility each of us have in a relationship is to own what it is that's important to us. Because, you know, it, it, anyway, it's, it, we know relationships are two ways. And so it's really important for us to know what we want, own it, honor it, and communicate that. Yeah, absolutely. I believe those are two powerful lessons right there. Um, you know, just touching upon the nice guy thing as well, too. Nice guys don't speak up for uh what they what they want and they end up being yeah that's a huge huge lesson it's just super important that we you know we vote we voice these boundaries um and have that understanding there um otherwise if there's no understanding there's no compassion there's no empathy there's no sympathy there's nothing like that and uh you know those are all ways to connect to your heart in in a relationship and so absolutely yes and the relationship can become imbalanced when we don't speak up. I mean, that's, that's the role we play in a relationship. It's not just, okay, I'm going to keep giving to this other person. 
you've got to allow yourself to receive. And in order to allow yourself to receive, it may actually require you speaking up and voicing what it is that you need. Because it's okay. We, we all have we all have needs. We all have things that we're looking for um, within a relationship. And yeah, it's, it's okay. It's preferred. For sure. I think speak up. this is a great segue, actually. Um, you have a book coming up, but yeah. uh, we'll, we'll touch upon that. But it's, a, it's such a great segue because the title of the book is, is just screaming out to me every time you're talking to me. And so, you know, there's a lot of insecurities that people or, or that men have as well, too. And so maybe that's another reason why they don't speak up. But you're a confidence coach, and I love that. Um, but the book that you're coming out, you're co-authoring a book. Okay, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the title and where you came up with that. I am so excited about this book, Rob. So thank you so much for allowing me to share this. Yes, this book is called You Are Loved, An Inspired Meditative Visual Journey. And I'm co-authoring it with my friend and fellow coach, Liz Acar. And what we've done with this book, it's a combination of her stunning photography. She lives over in, uh, in the Florida Keys, and she takes amazing photographs over there. And I'm over here on the other opposite end of the U.S. in Southern California. And so it's her photography with my written guided meditation. And I like to call it meditation done differently. You know, it's, I believe 60% of the population are visual learners. And for those people who are just getting started with meditation, like I mentioned earlier, it can be challenging when you're, even, you're doing it on your own and you're, you're wondering if you're doing it right. So this book is a fantastic way to immerse yourself in these beautiful images that will open up the space for a person to be able to release, to be themselves, to take in what information is, you know, is, is the universe trying to communicate to you or whatever your higher power, whatever it is that, that you, communicate, you connect with on a higher level. What is that trying to come into your space? And so the words walk the reader through this journey. And I'm so excited because the truth of it all is, is that we are all loved. And I think we get into this habit, this, this maybe even unconscious expectation that our love comes from other people. And I've learned through my own experience and through my clients' experiences that's never the case. The truest essence of love comes from who we are beyond this physical body. And all we need to do is connect with that, to feel that, to allow that in, and then to allow that to be expanded. We can walk around as these beings who have always been loved, knowing and owning that. And as we, we are that in that space, we're able to spread that out to others so they can then step into that space for themselves. And from that place, right, so you've got an awesome loved person over here and another awesome loved person over here, two people knowing that no matter what anyone else thinks about them, they are loved and they're amazing. And then they come together in a relationship. Oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> to me, that is the epitome of an, an ideal romantic relationship. So anyway, this book, supports that self-journey of connecting with love for who you are in this moment, just as you are. And it's coming out in early 2019. So I'm really excited about it. I love it. And that's why I, and that's why it was screaming out so much to me because in meditation, well, first of all, there's this 
this quote out there. It's like, well, what do I gain from meditation? It's not what I gain from meditation. It's everything that I lost. I lost my worries, my anxieties, right? And so it's like when I learned how to meditate, it was, it was just, I guess it was, it was so cleansing for me because I knew that there's so much other things out there that it's just more worth putting my energy towards. And so I love how you're combining the visual element as well too because I used to always meditate with my eyes closed, but I now go out into nature to meditate visually. So I love, 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 love that. Um, so how can people get a hold of you if uh, they want a copy of this? I guess just reach out on social media. Absolutely, yes. Get a hold of you? Yeah, absolutely. So they can connect with me on Facebook at Kim O'Neill Coaching, and the actual page is titled Every Day is a New Day Show and Coaching Page. Or they can also connect with me over on KimO'NealCoaching.com and send me an email. If you want to be notified when this book comes out, I will be sure to notify you so you can get the, the pre-sale rate. At, uh, you can email me at KimO'Neill at Outlook.com, and that's K-I-M-O-N-E-I-L-L at Outlook.com. I always love it when people leave their emails in, in, in the show. It's just awesome. So, yeah, I know. Um, for sure, I'll put those up in the, in the show notes as well, too, for the visual people who just kind of want to copy-paste as well, that as well, as well. But we'll get all that information out so you can get connected with Kim. And if you like what she's saying and you like what she's up to, you know, definitely connect with her on social media as well. So um, we're going to get to a part of the, I guess, part of the show that I like to bring in from the old segment, and it's called The Random Five. And it's just so that I can get to know you a little bit better. It's just so, so that the audience can connect with you as well, too. So are uh, you ready for that? Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. All right. So if you could hop on a plane anywhere right now, where would you go in the world and why? Ooh, so, okay, so be quick. Okay, Mediterranean cruise is what comes to mind for me. So I would fly over probably to the East Coast where the ship is going to depart from and go on a three-week Mediterranean cruise because it just sounds so exotic and, and beautiful to me. So that's why. Do you like darker complexioned men? <laughs> I, <laughs> I, 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 it, it depends. It depends. So, but yes. Okay, so... That was just a 1A from the first round. So that was just still the first question, guys. Anyways, it was just, I was throwing that out there. Um, so the second question of the random five, if you could uh, have dinner, or not have dinner, but if you could have um, a meal or le- at least meet a person that, who is either dead right now, it doesn't have to be a celebrity, uh, who, would that, who would that be? That would be my grandmother who passed away before I was ever born. And her name was Th- Teresa. And she shows up in my life and my mom's life, but it'd be really awesome to have a conversation with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's always the, I guess like the higher tier questions that only they would know the answer to, and it's like, oh, I wish I could just yeah. have that conversation, right? Yeah, yep, absolutely. I totally get that for sure. Um, is do you have any weird eating habits? <laughs> any weird eating habits? I. Well, something I've incorporated, okay, this is healthy. A lot of people do this, but some people think it's weird. So something I've incorporated every morning for the last like year and a half, I have a glass of water with an ounce of apple cider vinegar with a dash of cayenne pepper and some fresh squeezed lemon juice, preferably organic. And I drink that as my first drink of the day and I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. It sounds like a, what is it? 
um, I guess you keep base, or we're so acidic all the time, right? So it's, it's, yeah, it, yeah, it helps, I guess, to alkaline your body chemistry. That's it's, what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Um, okay. So is there anything that you're reading right now, or is there a favorite book that you'd like to share with us? I have a lot of favorite books, but the book that I'm reading right now is called Quantum Success by Christy Whitman, and it is about applying the law of attraction to your career, and I am in love with this book. So, yeah, I highly recommend it. Nice. It's called Quantum... Success. Success. Okay, got it. Cool. All right, and this is the last question of the random five. Um, If you could uh, have any pet in the world right now, or whatever animal, and then if they could be domesticated, I'm just saying, right? If it could be any animal in the world, well, what what would that animal be? It would probably be a miniature Doberman. I had a full-size Doberman when I was a kid, and I didn't know that miniature Dobermans even existed until I saw a person with one. I was like, what? And I just thought, oh my goodness, that is like the perfect fit for me. I love it. A small Doberman is adorable. <laughs> Yeah, no, I love the coloring on the Doberman, too. It's just, it's so, yeah, and they, and they don't shed as much, right, too. They're very cute, dogs, so it's, that's yeah. a great, great. Well, I guess they do. The bigger ones probably do. You're kind of like, no, nah, they, they shed, right? So Yeah, and maybe that's the difference, is the larger ones do, but the little ones maybe not as much. Yeah, they always seem to have, like, the shiny coat, and it just seems so very, like, I don't know, it doesn't move. <laughs> it's like it's completely on there. Anyways, great choice. That brings the end of uh, the random five in here. And so um, we come to, we're coming to the end of the show, and I always ask uh, my guests at the very end, what is this one relationship rule that you'd like to get out to somebody who's down and out and heartbroken right now? What could you say to that person? Oh, goodness, down and out and heartbroken. <sighs> is to know that and this too shall pass. Everything is temporary. And I know that's so much easier said than done when you're going through it. As much as you can, connect with people who can be supportive of you. But know that this is also prime time for you to really nurture yourself. It's This is the time for you to cry those tears. If you need to take, I mean, depending how intense it is for you, If you need to take some time off from work, take some time off from work. What do you need to do to get good with you? Do that. Do that. Because this is not the end of, this is not the end of your life. Because I know breakups can sometimes get to that extreme and feel that way. It's not. Breakups can be a catalyst for what comes next. I truly believe that. That's, that's what they are. And it's a matter of just continuing to, <clears throat> to hang on, take it day by day. Maybe it's not even day by day. Maybe it's minute by minute, second by second, then okay. You do that to get through and keep moving forward. Maybe you need to sleep some more. Maybe you need to um, <clears throat> watch some sad movies. I mean, whatever it is for you that's going to help you allow yourself to have that time, But make healthy choices. Make healthy choices because you deserve that. And eventually you're going to start to turn that tide. And if you're getting some intuitions about, sorry, can I share just a little bit more? Absolutely. You're on fire. (laughs) If if you're getting any inspirations or, or intuitive thoughts, which may be hard to even recognize them in that way, but basically, new ideas is what I'm saying. If you're getting new ideas of, let me go try this new thing or that new thing, 
then do it. Because those are also probably going to be spaces for you to, to move forward even quicker. And the, the frame of reference I have for this is one of the most painful breakups I ever went through. I, I had the idea to go to a church that was local to me that I'd been wanting to go to for like five years and still had never gone to. And all of a sudden it came to me again, like, oh, I should go do that. And I still wasn't saying yes to it. But all of a sudden I got this new idea. Hmm, I want to go hiking. And that was something I'd never been into prior to that. And so I went online, searched, you know, local hiking groups and voila, found out that that church actually had a hiking group. And I thought, oh my goodness, of all things. Okay. So finally, finally I said, yes, that got me into the church. That got me connected with new friends. I actually ended up dating someone that I met at church for a while. It didn't last, but it was, it became that pivotal period for me where I started to get back into a more solid, stable space and heal even more. So those little things that you're like, uh, that seems weird. What if you try it? Like what better time to try it than when you're in this space of like, oh my gosh, you know, everything's been, feels like it's been torn away and, and you're just, you're not sure, you know, what's what at this moment. This is the perfect time to try new things. I love it. Do you and say yes to things that you normally say no to and watch things happen. So love it. Love it. Kim, thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate you so much. Thank you, Rob. I appreciate you. And there you guys have it. We are back with a bang and I'm so pumped to get you guys more of these types of interviews. Are you guys enjoying it or what? Let me know over on social media. I'm usually hanging out on Instagram. I'll put those links in the show notes so you guys can get to me. And let Kim know how you guys felt about it too. Tag her and tag me and you know just share the love share it out because if somebody is going through a hard time sometimes we just don't know what to say to that person and that's why i started this podcast to give other people perspective and so we can learn from each other all right so make sure you guys do what you got to do keep your heads up lead with your best foot forward and don't ever give up hope all right rob your host signing off peace out